0: Wave pool technology is progressing at a rapid rate as commercial surf parks open up all around the world. I'm your host Brian Dickerson, editor at Wave Pool Mag, and together we'll explore this amazing new landscape by talking to the dreamers, developers, engineers, and everyone making this space happen. These are the personalities who are defining the breadth and scope of artificial wave making today. Welcome to the Wave Pool Mag podcast. Hello and welcome to the Wave Pool Mag podcast. My name is Brian and my guest today is Ander Wynn Edwards and he's with Whitewater and Endless Surf based in uh, Vancouver. Are you just outside of Vancouver?
1: Oh, we're just, we're in Vancouver, Richmond, Vancouver, that office.
0: And he does a lot of the heavy lifting when a, a wave pool comes to life. When it's there at the project, getting all the machinery inside, getting well, Andrew, why don't you tell us what you do?
1: You know, Endless Surf, uh, you know, I, we developed the we developed the whole system uh as a team and uh, you know, we're ordering the equipment and, and my role is, you know, to oversee the ordering and the installation and the, the commissioning of the equipment.
0: Okay. So when you I, I wanna get into that, but let's yep. dial it back just a little bit and get sure. some background on you, your uh... Oh, yeah. You're one of the rare combinations of engineer and surfer. So
1: you- that's right. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. I grew up in, in Eastern Canada, and surfing wasn't readily accessible. So uh, I was passionate mm-hmm. about skateboarding and snowboarding, mm-hmm. and then uh, that led me to move out to Whistler, BC, in the '90s. And then once I caught on to surfing out here in the Pacific Northwest, I, I shifted from snowboarding to to surfing. Uh, moved to Vancouver Island and studied mechanical engineering. And then uh, there's some really good surf here on Vancouver Island. It's cold, but uh, on the mm-hmm. Fuca Strait between Canada and the US. So that kept me going. Skip school and head out there as often as I could. Uh, you know, from my experience with mechanical engineering and my construction background, I, uh, I landed a superintendent role with, uh, with Whitewater West, which I know was its international travel with that company. So all around the planet, uh, installing, uh, building water parks and uh, wave pools all over the world.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. And in in doing that, you obviously there's a lot to it. Are some places a little easier to to get a project going than others? Or you can l- let's just tear a list. If you uh, yeah. you can you can share with the listeners where you've uh, been to install projects.
1: Yeah, I mean, construction standards vary so much all around the world. Um, every project has its challenges, from you know weather to quality to. Resources and, and and equipment. You know, you see some projects. You're you're working off bamboo scaffolding, where, where something like that would never never be accepted in the in the U.S. or North America. So uh, yeah, that, that would be the biggest challenge was um you know adapting to to local culture um and 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 local resources. You know, some places like uh, traveling Southeast Asia, um, working in China middle east i had a big part of my career i was based in the middle east um that's hot desert work but uh Mm. state-of-the-art equipment so it's uh yeah some interesting experience there
0: and going back to uh you mentioned bamboo scaffolding (laughs) and and such like that can can you share with us maybe something that was kind of a a sketchy uh situation you said that wouldn't fly in north america but um did you ever actually fear for your safety
1: I could share one story. Uh, You know, working on um, a pretty large water park in in Thailand, there's just you know some 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 shoddy construction practices and and carelessness. You know, a giant piece of rebar rolled off and connected across three phases of very high voltage incoming power, and and basically, Uh. I was about 200 feet away in a basement, and the whole room lit up. (laughs) <laughs> with the light oh. that was coming from that explosion just, just sometimes you're around that type of situation and, and mm-hmm. keep your wits about you i've been in a lot of mechanical rooms you know in six inches of water with power all <laughs> around you and you're just you got a question uh you know you gotta use your wits
0: yeah. okay and yeah. um conversely the other side of that is where have you been in a situation where it's just uh there's so many measures that it becomes tedious and you can't really get your job done. Like there's unnecessary burdens that you don't really see as uh, being important to the process or that just kind of stymie everything.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's, there's some projects you, you know, the, the documentation paperwork is overly heavy, but it's all in the interest of, of creating a safe, safe work Mm -hmm. environment for everyone. So there's, there's some, definitely some document heavy cultures and, and areas, you know, and that's, That just comes with the comes with the territory. You know, in contrast, you go to some some sites, you just walk on with flip flops and away you go. We try Mm -hmm. we try to bring an element of professionalism, you know, uh, from our side, steel toe boots and personal protective gear, and and you know, we stand out in some cultures, countries, but it's it's uh, definitely the way we operate.
0: Okay, so that's really interesting because you've had this uh, global experience and Mm -hmm. you've done projects in such a, a wide variety of cultures, how does that apply to, to building a wave pool? Because I know Endless Surf has projects going on throughout the world. How do you take that experience from you know, a water park in China to putting in a surf tank in Vietnam or the Dominican Republic?
1: I think, I mean, I, 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 would, bring, I would bring the specifications and, and enforce some of the quality level in just about every project and and despite where it's being built Mm -hmm. i would be pretty adamant that it's built right there's a lot that goes into the endless surf product with shape and function and robustness and 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 longevity in the design and construction that we wouldn't settle for for sort of shoddy practice so yeah that's that's what i would bring regardless of where it was you'd want to make sure that the lagoon and, and the equipment mounts properly and it's mounted to strong substrates and stuff so yeah
0: okay okay that's interesting i only kind of know this abstractly i've never been on site when wave pool has been built when a a project's been done can you walk us through and talk to us about the delivery of an endless surf system and commissioning and everything Mm -hmm. that happens through that process
1: you know from endless surf it really comes down to the equipment you know that once the once the lagoon shapes and, and and the caisson shapes are constructed it comes down to mounting the equipment and uh, commissioning and, and balancing and tuning, you know, uh, it's very, it's a very modular design. So depending on how many caissons, it just depends on how much equipment it's sort of additional equipment as you add additional length and, and caissons to the lagoon. So, you know, for the, you know, we install the equipment, we place it, bolt it to the to its associated parts and, and um, we run up the motors and make sure there's no excess vibration and, and the rotation's correct and no excess heat. You know, we play we play with each individual instrument one by one to make sure that when we run it all in, in series that it's all operating uh flawlessly. So each each component's brought online, everything's checked, that the correct voltages are going to it, there's no excess vibration, everything's been bolted properly and and all the bolts are tight and all that stuff and 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 then we can you know comfortably walk out of that mechanical room and start altering the different parameters and and um functionality to, to play with waves and watch what propagates on the lagoon side mm-hmm.
0: so yeah. in that process is there like you have the soil you you dig a hole i want you to dial it back a little more so we sure can hear yeah. It out. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah from, uh, bringing out the big machinery and and having that done so so walk us through that digging so, the hole yeah. pouring the concrete everything because I, I think a lot of our, our listeners would like to hear about that process
1: well uh, just about just about every project we've been involved when in uh, is being built on land that's a little difficult to build on i mean when you mm-hmm. look at the size of these four or five acre facilities uh people are looking for land that's not ideal for residential construction or development so you've got really high water tables poor structural soil things like that so we through the engineering process we work with um, structural engineers and geotechs and kind of come up with what what that substrate needs to be to support the lagoon now then there's the mass excavation and the preparation of the substrate the the pouring of the the concrete whether that's reinforced or unreinforced uh, depending on the geotechnical condition of the site and then the uh, the waterproofing and and uh, and the caisson and the caisson foundation design all of that goes in and it's built up from the bring it up from the hole and and pump the water out and and make sure that uh you're building at the right time of year where you're not going to have excess flooding or high water table Those are the things that we consider
0: okay so you've done that you've dug the hole you put in the concrete you have the caissons I mean, talk about the machinery the machinery to power the uh Pneumatic systems, and uh, so essentially, in a, in
1: essentially in a pneumatics, it's it's huge fans. I mean, these are two hundred and fifty horsepower blowers that take the ambient air and compress it at a high flow rate into into um, a large volume that we then allocate to different caissons at different times, and and that by allocating that pressure into the caisson, we manipulate that water column, which has a a result on the lagoon side. And so, you take each one of those pieces. And on the on on the lagoon side, you're going to end up with a propagating wave, a peeling wave. So essentially, it's just these large bank of of uh, fan equipment blowers that provide the the pressure and flow rate we need instantaneously to make the wave. And they uh, you know, they've been designed to run at sort of an optimal constant pace, and um, we try to optimize the power consumption. And then the real science comes in the, in how we allocate that pressure to each case on. And there's so many variables that we're playing with that uh, really can change the shape at the angle the height of the wave on the lagoon side i'm not trying to oversimplify the system but really pneumatics is a is a really clean simple system Um, not a lot of moving parts you're moving air and, and nothing submerged in the lagoon nothing corroding so it's a pretty pretty elegant system
0: once you do that and you have it built and you have it hooked up to the software and it's being powered by the blowers how do you commission the pool? Like, do you test every every wave setting? Do you look for sor- certain uh, certain things coming through in the waves? What is that process like for commissioning?
1: Yeah, I mean, we we will probably, you know, we enter in you know parameters and make what look like viable waves. We'll surf those waves. We'll have professional surfers surf those waves and vet out them. And then we'll probably, you know, we'll get into building a customized catalog and, and we'll play with different parameters. You know, as, as each. As each facility comes online, you know we'll start with a new a new facility. Load the, the the patterns that we are comfortable with, and then and then we'll take some time to play with it. If it has longer longer ride times, and we'll try and add some more interesting components to the wave barrels and air sections, and and, and adjust you know have adjustability. So we'll just continue to build the catalog. So the commissioning part of the waves is. It's just an ongoing product, product process. It's going to be you know the, a bit of artistry to it. There's so much tunability that it's never going to stagnate. I think there's always going to be something different we can do to the wave on the on the Lagoon side.
0: Right, and um, as you just described the uh, building process and the commissioning. I know most wave pools have a concrete bottom, but endless yeah. surf has just partnered with Mirtha. That's right. Um, who do like a steel and PVC. Modular design how is that different from pouring concrete? Could you go into that for us?
1: Sure. The mirtha system is um it's again a really elegant solution to you know it, this is a new industry there's facilities that are opening that that are operating and are seeing unforeseen cyclical loading and that's sort of what we're we're focusing on is this this, this large waves on concrete. Cyclical loading of equipment and uh, and the stresses, and we we're ahead of that game on that by by working with Mirtha. They're they're providing this stainless steel substrate with a with a liner, not a liner. Sorry, it's a it's like a PBC fused product that fuses to the steel. They it ships in rolls and it's rolled out across the lagoon and 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 welded with these robots, so they can do all these complex shapes it's very robust for impact it handles a lot of settlement as good settlement properties whereas concrete would crack under mm-hmm. se- settlement and possibly leak water this this will retain retain its uh, water tightness through any settlement it's um it's very you know sort of modular and and expandable um the the walls are built out of stainless steel panels with bracing the the, the levels can be set perfectly and adjusted it's it's quite a it's quite a unique way of of building a lagoon. They're they're very professional in building pools uh, and large lagoons. So it's uh, scalability of it's great. You know they they come they come at the caisson side with with a strong structural bracing on the caisson so that you know you take out the complexity of the formwork in concrete by providing s- stainless steel. I-beams embracing and then their their liner, uh, their their stainless steel rolled product is made into the shape uh, of the caissons that we that we require and the waterproofing continues through that, as well as the air tightness. So it's quite quite a quite a great way of doing it. Um, the concrete, you know, it it can end up being massively thick to support the loading of the water. It can be overly reinforced to support the cyclical motion of the waves. The, the labor required to to pour form and pour precast is an option, but it you know precast concrete is a very repetitive cost effective process, but then you end up with cold joints and and leakages of air and water um, so you have to be careful how that how that plays out
0: so okay and with uh, with concrete it's pretty much once it's set it's uh, it's stiff it doesn't move or flex that's right the steel in a martha PVC modular uh, yeah. design does that move a little bit with the with the yeah it's breaking? it's
1: it's 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 very thin i mean like i said it comes on site in a roll so they roll it out it's you can imagine like rolling out thin steel and then it's it's very flexible and and will take the shape of of whatever you've um, either your your compacted soils or or the little skim, skim coat of concrete that's required underneath it it provides um really good structural support but also allows for movement and uh, and settlement okay
0: and I uh, under the under that layer what I mean what's the difference between yeah. if you're doing straight up concrete and if you're doing concrete with the uh, mirth lining above it yeah
1: it's like, a really it's a good, good question it's it's yeah it's um, again it comes down to the geotechnical condition so mm-hmm. the site as it is how it's excavated then built back to be structurally sound. And depending on what happens with the water table and 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 possible erosion from underneath you can end up with basically the mirtha system on compacted engineered soils or a a light unreinforced coating of concrete to create the shape and maintain the shape it can crack below the mirtha system that's fine it's not going to leak or cause any problems it can crack below but it will create create a solid surface the alternate to that in concrete is is you know to solve some of these geotechnical issues is, is just mass concrete thickness and, and mm-hmm. lots of rebar um, control joints. It's, uh, so your concrete volume increases significantly in challenging sites, whereas the, the Mirtha system, maybe, maybe your skim coat goes from a slightly reinforced coat below. So that would be the difference.
0: Okay. And in a situation, there was a lot of uh, news about the world surf league when they wanted to build kelly's pool in florida but they said the water table was too high to dig down deep enough to yep. to to set up the pool is that yep. something this type of system could solve or is the high water table kind of out the window for any project
1: yeah so in, no it's not this this, this solves the issue is um you know with it's lighter overall as a as a completed system it's it's lighter overall than mass concrete uh like i said it's very very um Robust against settlement and change. So, if you're thinking high water table, like possible erosion around certain areas, or uh, li- liquidity in the soil, it will it will maintain its watertightness and, and shape. What it also has um, is these hydrostatic pressure relief. So, you have, you have to imagine that you're you're building this lagoon that's watertight. If if the lagoon is empty, it's like a boat. And if the water table rises, it wants to raise the entire facility up out of the earth. So if you know there's hydrostatic relief valves that would flood the lagoon in the event that you had intended to have it empty during this high water table event so you know a big part of our our tech is we don't have anything in the water so there's no real need to ever empty the lagoon from our point of view from the from the technology there's no maintenance that's needed to be done to the equipment by draining the lagoon so it would be that off chance that someone had decided to empty the lagoon during a high water level event around in the region and, and it needed to have some hydrostatic relief. The lagoon in, with the Mirtha system would then just flood itself again, allowing it to maintain neutral buoyancy in what's happening around it. So pretty unique, unique system, pretty unique way of doing it. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like yeah. it.
0: Now, how does building say a 24 caisson pool differ from building a 48 or i think you might even have a 64 on,
1: on i mean there's no limit i mean we'll, <laughs> we'll go as uh, we'll go as large as our clients are willing to go okay. uh, it really just comes down to ride length so it's okay. just scale i mean um, it's just the scale the the, the, the caisson is a repetitive modular you know shape you just continue to build and build and build and and then the the lagoon in our design doesn't really increase any more in depth it just increases in length so okay. uh, you know we try and maintain our our shape but uh, you know as you get into the the 60s and 65s and and 70s you know it starts to become quite elongated but uh, you know we we try and create our shape because we offer you know modes where the pool can be Lagoon can be split in two directions or run as one continuous peeling wave. So,
0: okay. And in the, um, when you're working on a project like this and you're bringing a pool to life, how much more work is involved in a pool that's, you know, twice the size? Is it immediately just double the amount of work? It seems like some of the basic materials that you'd have in there, you know, that process is the same whether it's a small project or a large project.
1: Yeah, it's just literally double double the amount of work, I would say, and the time. That would be it. Yeah, that was easy. It's, it's was like I said, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a it's a modular system, so it's you know you're just adding more more pieces of the same equipment. There's no more complexity to it than that. It's just okay. More,
0: so like yeah. Legos of K-Songs Yeah. Fire out yep. waves. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> going into this, like you're in a lot of ways a, a problem solver, and you've come across difficult situations where something just wasn't working where it was supposed to be working can you share with us a story where you had to solve that kind of problem where it was just like a mystery you know i am thinking a car <laughs> yeah <laughs> it won't start there's like the holy Trin- trinity of starter battery great right. spark plug with waypool systems is uh or, or just your experience I mean you've got 20 years of experience so um maybe share a story with uh with us about what was um, what stymied you one time
1: oh that's uh i mean i, I am a problem solver mm-hmm. i often solve the problem then forget about how i did it <laughs> so <laughs> to come up with a story uh on the fly might be a little difficult
0: okay, okay yeah, yeah no i
1: uh you know for, we'll for me personally it. yeah i mean we come back to for me personally It mostly come with you know struggling a little bit with software Software mm-hmm. is uh, is new. Um, industrial software has so many nuances to it that uh, sometimes mm-hmm. you know it comes, da- it comes back to as simple as rebooting and the way you go, and, yeah. and that actually works. It's not just an IT thing where have you started restarting your <laughs> your PLC and it actually does the job. So you know things like that. Uh, you know, not trying to get too too deep in the details. Sometimes these problems just have very simple solutions
0: uh, that's hilarious yeah. everything yeah. does seem to be oh do you turn it off and turn it back on again that yeah that does seem yeah. to work but you, <laughs> you brought up a, a really good point and that is the role that software Correct. plays yeah. within yeah. one of these projects can you yeah. can you go into that for us like you've been 20 years i know things have been yeah. advanced quite a bit yeah so doing a project today compared to 20 years ago
1: no that's right I can tell you that you know having having built projects all around the planet, I've done a ton of travel, and and most of the you know the issues that we we face on maintenance um, with with wave pools is um, you know little minute electrical things where sometimes it you know if you had the ability to monitor them remotely, you could diagnose and and, and send a message to the maintenance manager of that facility to to quickly act on something and replace it with proper instruction. And, you know, that's something that you know, we would have to jump on a plane, really just because there wasn't somebody technical enough to or had the part ready to go to, to deal with the issue. So I spent a lot of time doing that. And, and you know, mm-hmm. as, as things have sophisticated with, with the software, we're, we're now able to, and what we've implemented with Endless Surf is this constant monitoring of, of every component. That gives a ton of valuable feedback to um, to the client, to us. Uh, it, it triggers maintenance schedules. It, it, it looks for equipment behaving erratically so that we can catch something preventatively before there's a failure. Um, this is the Wave Doctor I'm referring to, and it's part of a mm-hmm. bigger software suite that we offer with Endless Surf, where we have our Swell Studio, which is the artistic wave development part of the of the system where you interact with all the components and, and create your waves and then there's the surf concierge portion which is really for the client to to help manage their full facility with um, you know, your 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 client profile your your food and beverage your, your entry into the facility your wetsuits and surfboards and and, and really covers that whole spectrum of, of the facility and then the doctor portion of our software suite really focuses on the equipment and and you know in an effort like to, to provide like almost zero downtime. You really don't want, you want the wave to be there when the person's expecting the wave to be there and you don't want there to be any hiccups. And when, you, when you're when you taking a large facility like this and you're putting a small group of people in it, um, you really want that robust technology to, to perform at the time it's needed. And, and so that's, that's why we've implemented this system where we monitor just about every piece of equipment. We monitor its cycles, how many times it's cycled, and then we, we wage that against its, design lifecycle, and then we'll prompt prompt the maintenance team, you know, hey, guys, this uh, these valves have cycled, you know, 5 million times. And, you know, even though everything's working well, you might want to put in your program that it may be time to do a, a switch. So, okay. But well, and, yeah, uh, yeah. dialing it back. Yeah. So yeah. Um,
0: to clarify, the Wave Doctor is more on the construction running of the machine side and the Surf concierge is more the user experience as I understand it from. Yeah, from correct.
1: Yeah. Surf concierge is sort of your facility management tool sets up the, the wave pattern for the, for your group, your experience level, um, who sort of tags, who's in the pool, who's in the lagoon at the time, what their experience level is, what they've, what they've signed up for. And then it will, it will run that, that pat that list of waves, among other things it can handle, you know, the the day-to-day management side of things like the, the personal profiles of the of the surfers and the comings and goings from the facility and and expands more into food and beverage and things like that so
0: okay and those yeah. are so those are two unique softwares for the, the endless surf system
1: yeah and they all they all work together as you can imagine that the concierge tells the uh, the swell studio what to do uh, as far as what waves to play and then the uh, the doctor sits in the background making sure that that's possible with the equipment you have online. So they all work together in harmony to, you know, we put them into the three different buckets, but they're all talking to each other. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, good. And with the um, Wave Doctor and with that software, as you're, you're going through, what kind, of, what kind of problems would you expect within, within a facility that could be detected with, with a system like this?
1: So, yeah, I mean, very, various climates, temperature, humidity, and seasons, different times of year can really affect equipment. So, you know, we look for excess heat. We look for, you know, as, as things change in temperature, bolts expand, things loosen. We look for excess vibration. You know, as you're in that environment of high humidity, perhaps, there's, you know, electronic equipment can sort of start acting erratically. So we look for erratic motion in any of the equipment. You know we, we monitor temperature and humidity and and just make sure that uh, everything's running smoothly you know if 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 for whatever reason something hasn't been lubricated on its proper schedule, then it will get hot or possibly start to vibrate, so we monitor any kind of erratic behavior in the equipment okay
0: okay, great so yeah. let's um go to you and where you've been traveling to and by asking you this, maybe you can yeah. spill the beans on where we can expect a few <laughs> a few more pools. You mentioned the software solves a lot of problems now. You don't need to travel as much. But That's right, I, yeah. I imagine you're you're still on a plane quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I know you're never gonna escape the commissioning phase. You need to go there and and um you're never I, I, with a with a system like this, you're never gonna want to just bring it online from a from a desk <laughs> somewhere far away. You need to touch and feel it, you need to train train the team. Uh, that's going to operate it and maintain it. So there's always going to be an element of that where you, you meet and greet and, and work with the with the team on site. So uh, yeah, I've got quite a little uh, bit of upcoming travel this year. <laughs> I'll be off to Munich shortly here uh, at the end of this month. Excellent. Uh, we've got some some engineering testing happening in Italy uh, at the end of this month as well. And, and I'll be off to We've got some projects in the Middle East uh, that I'll be tending to in the first week of May. Quite a okay. lot of stuff happening in Australia, so I'll be heading there, I'm sure, before the end of the year. So, uh, and we've got uh, locally to me, I'm just south of me down in California. We've got the thermal thermal project was just announced, which is exciting. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll be tending to that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. You just yeah. Uh, released images of uh, what the pool will be like there, and
1: yeah, beautiful facility. The, yeah,
0: yeah. Talk talk to us a little bit about that, like in a hot environment. Is there anything you have to be aware of when, when putting in a pool?
1: Oh, in like in a, just a, like a desert a hot, or a hot. Yeah, hot, hot yeah. You
0: mentioned like uh, wet environments, uh, yeah. tropical and, you know, maybe you have some issues with the electrical currents, but in a hot, dry setting, are there things you have to Yeah.
1: Have I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, heat, putting, putting water in a hot environment creates humidity. So there's a lot of, um, a lot of evaporation, so water makeup is a big concern. Keeping the water level in the lagoon satisfied, and and then making sure that the the condensation happening in and around the equipment isn't isn't affecting it. You know, we those are the concerns that I would have in a hot climate. You know, you're creating shady places in hot places um, in the mechanical rooms. So all of our equipment's industrial grade, rated for those types of environments, up to extreme temperatures and and, and high moisture levels. So we've We've built it you know through our experience we've built it to be extremely robust there's not there's no cheap components that uh that will suffer any damage okay. in the system so
0: so so you've mentioned four different continents, possibly five pools and <laughs> at the end here
1: yeah i know it's yeah it's um there's a lot there's a there's there's a whiteboard <laughs> that exists that's quite quite exciting to look at it's uh but these are these are long-term projects. These take years to, to, mm-hmm. to design and carry through. These are big developments. So the floodgates wow. are going to open here pretty soon mm-hmm. for us. And and the Munich project being our first is really exciting for us. To,
0: okay. And I, to I, I'm going to ask, I'm going to put you on the spot and just say, what are you most excited about? Which project, You know, which design? Is there something like you find yourself, your your mind wanders back to that, one location uh, constantly is it Australia, Munich, Italy, where else?
1: Honestly, the the thermal project excites me the most. Yeah. It's they've already put a twist on our 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 wave generating system by blowing out blowing out the the confines of the lagoon into a, a larger uh, twenty acre lagoon with caves and and special areas and cliff jumping and it's just this really Mm -hmm. like you know uh paddle boarding this facility surrounded by uh residential it's just it's just a really unique concept i'm pretty excited about that and and, you know and then implementing one of our largest formats to date being 60 caissons um that that project excites me the possibilities of of the waves we can create the long rides i mean obviously i I can't wait to surf i'm the perfect demographic for this product you know i'm 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 a dad i've got kids you know my my surfing my surfing trips are now reduced to to decade you know milestone trips Mm -hmm. you know my 30th my 40th my 50th i'll go somewhere special and you know living in canada there is good surf but it's not as accessible as you know someone in San Diego just goes every morning before work. So,
0: Right. So, um, yeah. let's get from, from you during the commissioning process, a lot of people listening are going you know, to think, well, he gets to test the waves. He gets to try it out. How, <laughs> how much <laughs> will you be able to surf during the commissioning? And are you able to fudge it a little bit and say, no, we still got to, you know, throw out some more waves. <laughs>
1: you know, <laughs> you as much as, <laughs> as much as everyone thinks that, you know, uh, like we do have a passion for surfing but we need to be serious about what we're doing and, and you know we need to take the time to make sure everything's running properly obviously we want to be in that pool as much as we can but everybody will and, you know the client's going to be in there and their friends and their friends are going to want to be there everyone's going to, want to be a part of the commissioning so it's exciting for that but we need to we need to maintain the seriousness of what we're doing and make sure that it's going to you know last a very long time after we leave and that the client's in good hands so I'm hoping to surf as much as I can and mm-hmm. but I suspect I'm going to be in a control room for the majority of <laughs> the time that I'm on on these new facilities so you know, we'll see. I mean there may be some mornings where I can turn it on myself when before everyone gets in which I'm looking forward to. I've had that uh, yeah. ability on other facilities at water parks and stuff you know having oh, nice. ha- having access to things like the flow barrel all to yourself with just a buddy or two and, and, okay. and playing with settings and stuff. It's quite a nice time to enjoy the equipment.
0: That's great. And yeah. yeah, you definitely have to test it out and see how it's all working. So, Yeah. You got that. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Before you take off, did you want to add anything anything else, Andrew
1: No, I'm no, at the moment. You no, know, I I had those questions that you sent me and I, you know, I we've definitely gone off script and it's been great uh <laughs> to just to uh, just to shoot shoot it with you and uh Yeah. We're no, it's, it's famous
0: for going off script. Um, yeah, no, uh, it's cool. <laughs> I, you know, I
1: just maybe I'll just mention the one thing that I'm, I'm mm-hmm. really excited about that I'm finding in this, in mm-hmm. this part of my career is, is the people you get to meet that are yeah. so passionate about this space. And it's from the scientists to the engineers, the structural engineers that are just trying to scratch their heads and make this all work like manipulating water this way is it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And, uh, it's really a new, a new space and, and it's exciting to be innovative in it.
0: Yeah. And, and yeah. you do find that we, um, we went to quite a few pools last year and traveling, you know, always find that the people running it, there is a big camaraderie there, of course, people yeah. surfing in the pools, there's, you know, a great connection and, um, yeah, it's, it, it really is building something wonderful for, for people to enjoy.
1: And that's that, and you know that comes from my my experience you know, working with whitewater. Uh, you're building a water park, and at the end of the day, you've got lineups of kids, excited kids, and it's just the personal satisfaction of what you're building is is pretty pretty satisfying. It's pretty exciting. So this has this is no different. Uh, everyone's going to be really excited when the waves start going. And uh, oh
0: yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. To uh, it. yeah. We get queries and social media questions when's this happening when that when's yeah. that happening so i'm really excited to see what comes online i'm really stoked about going to see munich yeah uh, when that happens and possibly meeting you in person rather than absolutely yeah.
1: yeah no no i'm excited too and it's uh, it's been a pleasure okay
0: right on thank you for joining us andrew
1: thank you frank